the college football experience week nine season preview episode on sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. bet $50 at WinBet and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download, and it is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. This is Brian Bosworth, aka the Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out, Boz out. College football experience part two of the week nine draft. You're rocking with this is side B too. Side B, we can get loose. Yeah, side B, we can get loose. The the drinks taste a little bit better. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's just better. It's just better. All right, so here it is. My pick after Kentucky Tennessee was just played, and guys, I'm taking you to Fresno, California. Already? What do you mean already? You don't like this one. You don't like no, this one. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead, man. Dude, these are the top two teams in in the Mountain West. West, actually, well, the, yeah, because the, they're not implementing the top two until next year, just like the ACC. Um, but here we go. San Diego State at Fresno State. We just previewed Fresno State. Me and Patty C. Jeff Tedford is is I think walking into a great situation. I want to say, if memory serves me correct, I think he said 17 starters return. Mm. And they were very, they, including Hayner. Yeah, including maybe a Heisman candidate with Jake Hayner, and then went out and got the number one transfer portal ranking in the Mountain West. Brought in some some big time players. I think Fresno State's loaded. The question is, because San Diego State's loaded from a defensive standpoint, from a run standpoint. The question is, is Fresno State a bad matchup for them? Because continent like was was uh, San Diego State's the Wisconsin of the Mountain West, where Fresno State. <laughs> They fire the laser all over the field. Sign me up for San Diego State at Fresno State. NC Nick's giving me shit, Patty. See why? Why should we? Why should we listen to to him right now? Huh? Well, I don't know if I would call San Diego State the Wisconsin. I mean, yes, they run probably as frequently as Wisconsin, but the style isn't you know the jumbo package. They've had some speedster come come out yeah. of uh, San Diego. But they State. still throw for like eighty five yards a game and win. They're kind of fun. <laughs> I love a speed oriented. Super run attack. San Diego State should be higher on my list of favorite teams. That's that said, the contrast style is interesting. Obviously, Jeff Ted for Jake Hayner are going to throw the ball all over the field. Uh, you said the uh, Mountain West, the last year of the divisions, the Western Division in yeah, the balance probably this here. The, this is the top two teams for sure. I like that it's a California rivalry. Sign me up, NC Nick. Talk your shit about it. 
No, I mean, I actually, I don't mean to come down on these two teams or this game because I do like the game. I like both teams. You know, I like some mountain West football. I just thought you had it ranked up maybe like five games too high, which at, at this point, that's not the end of the world. Cause we're definitely on probably a third tier here. But if we uh, value, if we value TV here, you know, this yeah. is going to be the lone game. Like that you're going to have like this and like one other game, probably like Stanford UCLA going on. I'm sorry. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with this one over Stanford UCLA a pack 12 after or West coast football after dark. You know what I mean? Last well, six games of this series, three and three. That's what I'm talking well, about. Well, I mean, you said it Colby. It's on too late for me. I, I we mentioned this every week, but I, I do knock down games, a couple spots. If they're going to be on, you know, past midnight Eastern time. Sorry. Well, I'm putting it there because it's the best game at the time and I'll be watching it. I think it's probably going to be the best Fair enough. Like the night spot. Yeah. So good yeah. point to Nick's credit. He at least acknowledges his East coast bias here, which yeah. completely. Yeah. yeah. Something that if the, if the uh, pollsters and the Heisen voters would have done, then we <laughs> might have a, a completely different situation. It, it is unbelievable when you, when you, when you hear, I was listening to another podcast and it was saying, am I crazy? They they think the ACC is better that has been better than like hands down better than the 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 Pac twelve. I'm I I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know it's ACC Nick there, but I think if they went one, first off, they have played, and the Pac twelve is like twenty seven and fucking three or something. I don't even know. It they they've dominated even when they've had to come. When Cal goes to to North Carolina, when USC played at FedEx against Virginia Tech, yeah. whatever it has been, they've whooped their ass. And I, I just don't get it. Okay, yes, they haven't had the Clemson, they haven't had the college football playoff they wins, had the but Florida State. if you played, well, well, Florida State lost to Oregon in the fucking uh, in the playoffs in 2014 championship in the last decade. I, but the point is, well, like, like, there's your prod. The point is, is your problem is that you listen to other people's podcasts. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love it. I don't, I don't pollute my brain with that nonsense. I got, pres- I got pristine action going on right here. I don't, <laughs> I don't bother with all the other shit. A man trusts what he sees with his own eyes. I like it. Uh, all right. Well, uh, wait. So it's it's now on to NC Nick. Oh, wait, it's Patty C. Oh, Patty C. I'm sorry, Patty C. You right. got to help help remind me here. Well, look, this <laughs> no one, CTE here. <laughs> right? This <laughs> one is not much of a surprise. You know, a little bit of a homer play, but I also think it's roughly the same as any other game on the board in terms of in, uh, excitement. We got Miami traveling to Ooh. Virginia. There Brennan Armstrong, Nick's boy, Brennan Armstrong, potentially a big game last year. Van Dyke versus Armstrong. There you go. A quarterback shootout. Maybe both first rounders. Maybe. Um, and then last year, I think this game got Manny Diaz basically fired, right? This game was wild last year because Armstrong threw a touchdown that hit off of like four guys. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. And yeah. Miami, like I thought Virginia should have won. Like Virginia seemed to be kind of in control in the second half, but Miami gets in a spot to win the game. A and it's a goal. chip shot. Yeah. Straight in <laughs> front the, of the With field. a good kicker. Yes. In a with stadium that's practically a dome. Is. That's like eighty percent dome. It's completely terrible. Uh, and he and he hits the upright and and Virginia. Oh, that was so great. Yeah, Virginia <laughs> wins. Uh, what a game, uh, Miami, Virginia. Hey, I, I think it, it, I'm okay. I can't get. I can't give it shit here. Again, you know, I mean? you know, because the coastal, as usual, completely up for grabs. Maybe this has implications for one or both teams in the division race. I like it. Nick, Miami and Virginia. I'm a I'm a big fan of this game. You know, uh, you know I'm a Brendan Armstrong guy. And actually this game last year w- it was the game where I became a big uh Tyler Van Dyke guy. 
Uh, it was only his second start ever. You know, his stats in this game weren't cre- incredible or anything, but he made like big play after big play in the clutch. And I saw how distraught he was after they lost. And I was like, dude, this guy is going to be good. He's going to be a hell of a college football quarterback. He's going to, you know, be a, a, a very good leader. He's going to win a lot of games. So it's actually two of my favorite quarterbacks, not only in the ACC, but probably in the country. So I'm a big fan of this game. Each of the last four years, this game's been decided by eight points or less. And by the way, the ACC against the Pac-12, I had to pull up this stat. Since the year 2000, the Pac-12 is 28 and 11 against the ACC. 28. What does it have 11. to do with this game? All right, I gotta bring that. Shit gotta up. bring that up. I wanted that <laughs> stat, uh, including in the 2010s, they were 21 and three against the ACC. 21 and three. The decade of the 2010s. Mm, that's that, not very impressive yeah. for the ACC. Uh, Anyway, no, it's a fun game. And that's, see, I mean, that's that? the most relevant decade, obviously, the decade of the 2010s. That is a great question. Why do you think the ACC is better than? Dude, the I read, I, I pull up the magazine and they're ranking the conferences, and they still have them. They have them ahead, of it. and I'm like, are they fucking crazy? I mean, I, I, I like, we have proof. We have a sample size. There are stats that yes. back this up. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. NC Nick, I'm sorry to come at you. I know you, you're quiet over there. Technical difficulty. <laughs> uh, well. Uh, here we go. NC Nick's on the clock. All right. Well, to prove my uh, my non East Coast bias, I'm going to take it to a Pac-12 game, and it's going to be Thursday night, very late. I might make it to halftime, but it's a great game. <laughs> it's a fun game, and it's the game after Virginia Tech, NC State. So if you're on the West Coast, it's perfect, man. You got two great matchups on Thursday night. It is Utah at Washington State. Dangerous, I mean, you know, prime at Wazoo. Utah has won three in a row in the series, but they've all been in Salt Lake City. They've and actually wh- lost the last two in Pullman. And I, wow. I, I believe the most recent one, Rolovich blew a huge lead. I think, I think if memory serves me correct, in Salt Lake City, they were up like twenty-one to three, and they end up losing that game. Uh, but this is a dangerous one because this is one of those sleepy spots, and a lot of uh, you know a lot of people are projecting Utah. To play for the Pac-12 championship against Oregon, uh, but you know it might not be against Oregon because of the new, you know, uh, what's his name, Klavikov saying the top two teams. So this this makes it right, huge. It's in effect this year. Yes. This year, he said, "Fuck all that." Hey, ACC, take some notes. All right. Dude, so how, how about Thursday night, man? You got Virginia Tech, NC State, Utah, and Washington State, and you have a little Sun Belt matchup. We'll probably touch on later. All mixed in there, just Thursday night. That's beautiful. And then you get ECU's upset in Provo on Friday. Boom. And then apparently there's some other bullshit Florida international game on Friday too. <laughs> hey, so, all right. Hey, the, the airport is not <laughs> serving bullshit. Right? <laughs> they got Mike McIntyre. That's my boy. Wait, 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 wait. I'm looking at this five of the last six games in this series have been played in Utah. And those have all, I been, was wondering that what the hell exactly COVID like well, in the COVID situation. Yeah. That game was added, I think late, but still, even with that, it Man. doesn't always just alter. I know oh. it's weird because Colorado had to go to Oregon twice in a row. Yeah, so, but five and out yeah. of six. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Come on, maybe that's why Mike Leach left for for Hale State. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So now it goes back to me. <laughs> NC Nick mentioned a good one. There's there's some there's some barn burners out there. I'm gonna take you to one that I look. Uh, Pac-12 Colby making making his appearance uh, this episode. Oregon. Travels to Berkeley. Justin Wilcox went to Oregon, played at Oregon. His defense or his offensive coordinator was a 
quarterback at Oregon and he turned down the Oregon job to stay in Berkeley. Oh shit. And also let's be honest. I feel like Cal always gives Oregon more than they bargain for. Mama came calling and he said, screw you mama. I'm was, staying in Berkeley. I'm I doing this. Acid. That. I was shocked by that. Uh, anyway, they go to Berkeley. Let's drop acid. Where's my sound drop again. Hang on. Let me find this sound drop again. Um, Hippie Olympics. Doesn't matter who wins. Cause they're all losers. <laughs> all right. Uh, look, the, the last time they played Oregon won by seven. All right. But these games have been good. Look, uh, the 24, 17 Oregon wins in Eugene last year. Uh, the year before Cal won 21, 17, the year before that, and this is the game Patty C remembers Cal was out without their starting quarterback. They were up seven, nothing at halftime. Uh, and I think going into the fourth, they were up seven to three. Oregon scored 10 in the fourth, uh, got the win 17, seven. Yeah. So this is uh, this is some fun games. And in Berkeley, uh, get this there. Uh, Cal is two, one, two of the last three in Berkeley. Sign me up for this one. What do you make of the game, Nick? That's the key in Berkeley because Cal's only won at Oregon two times since 1987. <laughs> oh. You gotta go back a ways. They so play every they year, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, they won in nineteen eighty seven and they won in two thousand seven. Maybe in two thousand twenty seven they'll win again in Eugene. Uh <laughs> But no, yeah, at, at Berkeley they've been good games, uh, so uh, I like it. It should be a fun one. Patty, see your thoughts. The Wilcox Bowl. Well, you said two of the last three in uh, Berkeley, getting it done for Cal and the Bears. I don't know, Wilcox. If uh, do you think Oregon has a chip on their shoulder for him not taking the job and forcing them to get Lanning? And are we confident that Lanning's going to do the job there? I know he's recruiting his ass off. It seems like they're going to land that kid Dante Moore from Detroit, mm. where your boy Jim Harbaugh is going to whiff <laughs> on two big time quarterbacks in his own home state. Uh, yeah, I just think it's a, I think it's a great matchup. This Potential I'll, I'll say spot. this: if this is on at the same time as. Well, I have God's eye, but it's the Fresno State, San Diego State game that I might lean, but I think there's a good chance this could be the afternoon game. We'll see. Buddy, you won't have God's eye this weekend. Oh, that's right. Son of a that why does that have to all happen this weekend? This is a heater weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh all right. Well, uh, next up, Patty C. Okay. Okay. Um Yeah, I'm gonna stay in the Pac twelve. We're going Stanford. I know they went three and nine last year at UCLA. They played twelve power fives. Yeah, it, it impacts the the record when you play the hardest schedule in the country. Uh, Stanford going to UCLA. Do you think the Rose Bowl will be filled out for this one? Probably not. I don't think so. I'm yeah. expecting a wine it's Halloween. And cheese. All right, snooze fest here. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'll cue you up again. Yeah, I'll cue you up this. Hippie Olympics. Doesn't matter who wins because they're all losers. <laughs> We're using this for every fucking drop. Pretty much. Uh, uh, every Pac 12 game fits that perfectly. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just think UCLA, if Dorian Thompson Robinson's having a great year, UCLA could have a great year. And Stanford is just good enough to throw. Tanner McKee up. projected potentially first round draft pick. You saw what Davis Mills is doing there in Houston. So, I mean, for all the uh, prospects that uh, Stanford's had, you know, play quarterback in the NFL, Tanner McKee is closest to Andrew luck in terms of actual talent and recruiting. I so. thought you were going to say he's closest to Jim Plunkett. 
Um, Hello, Nick. What do you make of uh, Stanford at UCLA? I, I'm not coming at Patty here because I think it belongs to be played here. But this is a boring ass game. <laughs> I don't. I, I won't find it on my TV. Really. I mean, I'll be kind. You know, it's one of those games you follow on your phone or something. Here's what's great. Close. Here's what's great. Anytime we play Northwestern or Stanford, Nick hates it. But if it's Duke, he <laughs> loves boring it. Ass, but, well, I mean, come on. Well, that, no. that, that's exactly it. Is Nick's been watching Duke his whole life, so he finds those games mildly interesting. Meanwhile, I've spent well, enough time out here that Stanford's become a curiosity to me. So I kind of enjoy watching their games. They do, Stanford. I'll be honest with you. If I, if I wasn't a Duke fan, I would not be interested in Duke games. <laughs> All right. My, you know, my basketball love bled over a little bit to football. Fair enough. <laughs> what are you going to do? You still uh, love the entire ACC. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of come course. on. Stanford's I mean, had some pretty been, money in ACC country my whole life. All right. <laughs> well, I've been in California for 15 of the last 18 years. So you guys turned your back on ACC country. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, that was the best decision I made in my life, man. The only bad thing is, is Maryland went to the Big Ten. I used to get stuck growing up. Uh, me and Nick would get we, there'd be like Oklahoma, Texas on on ABC, and they'd give us Maryland, Clemson. You're just like, gosh, why? I love the ACC so much. I moved closer. You know, I was like, Virginia's <laughs> not close enough to Greensboro where the the uh, headquarters is. I need to get closer. <laughs> Oh man. All right. Uh, so NC Nick, that puts you on the clock, buddy. Are you going to be making us play that sound drop again? Is the question. All right. Well, yeah, screw you guys. I, I was going to go in a different <laughs> direction, but uh, let me take you to wake Louisville. This Wakey leagues, has this been is, a, well, this should th be the yeah. rivalry. Yes. Yes, it should. There is a the whole wakey leaks things. And dude, the last five years, there's been some crazy ass games, like a 62 to 59 game. Yeah, a I was 42 telling, I was, to 32 game, a 37 34. I mean, there's been some wild high scoring games. You know, we love playing DFS, and if you, you if you're in a, a high stakes DFS game, and you, you you're going to have players in this matchup, so you're going to be watching. It's going to be fun. I mean, I I could, I was telling Patty to see this yesterday. The Cause we were talking about potential rivalry. I was like uh, the wakey leaks thing. And you got the foot, the foot. I remember some of these games being just fucking bananas. Cause I think maybe one of them was on a Thursday night or something. I don't know, but 62 59. I think that was the onside kick game. You have, then you have the 37, 34, you have a 20 to 19. These have been fun. So I like it. Patty C. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're right. They've been competitive. This was one that I don't know that I talked about in terms of a, a good rivalry that Louisville could have had that has a little recent history. Well, so, and yeah. Clawson's on record for hating them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and when you guys talk about high scoring games involving wake forest, that's not really a, a special thing because that's all they do now. Uh, <laughs> but um, I guess Louisville's had some explosive offenses too. So that makes sense, but that doesn't mean that these games haven't been fun. And the fact that there's some hate it's almost like these two teams don't even register on my radar most of the time, but the fact that they hate each other makes this game like must yeah, see TV. Shame a on bit. the ACC for not giving you turned your back every year. You turned your back, <laughs> <Patty C. laughs> Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, it goes back to me. Oh man, we're getting we're getting down here. Guys, I'm taking you to man, I just feel like I'm just playing all these the west of the Mississippi games. Um is there anything I can find that No. I'm sorry. I'm taking you to Lubbock. Where No, you know what? I'm taking you in the Sun Belt. 
Sunbelt. There we go. Coastal there Carolina. Go. Teal Nation heading into Marshall. This this is Halloween. Oh man, in West Virginia? This place is going to be bonkers. Uh, buckle up. This is an upset special. I know. Uh, look, they, they don't realize what they're getting here. I know they think, hey, Myrtle Beach fun. You know, we party hard. You're going in there. There might be four teeth in the fucking stadium. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be fantastic. Uh, Coastal Carolina at Marshall. Give me some snow. Cold. Huntington, West Virginia is fucking cold. Okay. There we go. What do you think, Nick? No, I love it. This is actually the game I was going to play until you guys were were slandering the ACC. Uh, now, I mean, you know, the beach going to the mountains used to be going to Boone. Well, now you're going to go like deeper into Appalachia. Okay, you're going to go into West Virginia, and the first time ever Marshall in the Sun Belt. This is a great game. I can't wait to watch this. I think it's going to yeah, and definitely Coastal Carolina upset alert. Put this on uh, Wednesday. Yeah, I know it, it would oh, dude, by itself on Wednesday would be beautiful, but uh, I'm looking forward to this matchup. I think it's going to be fun. Just, you know, coastal Carolina, Marshall, the first time Marshall's in the sun belt, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The, the beach mullet against the mountain mullet. <laughs> what, what are you well, doing Huff here? doesn't have right? a mullet, but the, the, the fans in the stands certainly will. I'm sure he's working on it. Vampire in Brooklyn, baby. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> what, what, what do you make of this game? <laughs> um, I just wonder if you think it's actually going to be an upset. Do we think there's actually potential that Marshall can pull this? For I sure. Know, yes, I do. I mean, for, for sure. As good as I would anticipate Coastal Carolina with Grayson McCall coming back and running that show but again. They, they don't have that much returning besides him, though. Right. I feel like that's an offense that doesn't need, like, continuity. I feel like Chadwell is really orchestrating that. And as long as he has his trigger, man, then that offense is going to operate at a high level and he does. So I don't know. We'll see. But Marshall on Halloween though, this place is going to be bonkers. It will. Although I say I have a better game in the same state that I'm going to pick next. (laughs) All right. Mm. Well, Patty C is next on the clock. So we are going to Morgantown, West Virginia, where the TCU Horn Frogs are going to be visiting the Mountaineers of West Virginia, and uh, having partied in West Virginia a few times in Morgantown, it's a shit show on as Halloween. is on Halloween. <laughs> you know, <laughs> people don't even have to wear costumes, and they're going to yeah. scare the shit out of you. Okay, so officially Halloween's on Monday, and this is Saturday, but still, it's holiday weekend, which you know it's college. I mean, the whole weekend is yes, Halloween, right? And, and the, the biggest parties are going to be on Saturday, right? For sure, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, this is going to be bananas. What T- do you think, TCU? They're not uh, winning this game. I yeah, think no. this game could be a blowout. Probably not. I know that uh, Baylor hasn't has yet to win in uh, in, in Morgantown, Morgantown since yeah, joining yeah. the Big Twelve. I want to take a look at this rivalry in a second, but. I would assume it's going to be a fun one. And what do you think? TCU still has a long way to go. This is a big game potentially for a uh, homeboy, uh, Sonny Dykes, Max Dugan. Um, I mean, it'll no, be, I meant for Neil, Neil Brown, Oh, for Neil Brown. Uh, by the way, the uh, TCU is four and seven all time against West Virginia, four and seven. And they haven't, they have won one, tw- two games in Morgantown, but both of those were in 2012 and 2014. One of them coming in double overtime. The other one coming by one point. So when we say it's tough to play in Morgantown, maybe the likes of Oklahoma can squeak one out, you know, here and there, or even control the series. But these other teams going like 
uh, on, Kansas State. On Halloween, dude. Yeah. Uh, this is a TCU, loss. This Baylor. Is a- these teams have to go to Morgantown, and they find out, hey, this is a tough place to play. I love it. I love well, it. Let's face it. I mean, it's not like TCU is supposed to be that great this year anyway. That's true. So, yeah, I, I think you favored the Mountaineers. Uh, it's a decent game. Well, well, again, I'm not coming at Patty C because you can play anything right now, but uh, maybe I'm just being, you know, Sunbelt hipster. I want to watch Coastal Carolina Marshall over this. Well, you hate the Big 12, too. You've been noted as hating the Big 12. I saw they got True. a new commissioner. <laughs> I saw they got a new commissioner. I'm sure NC Nick, uh, you know, has already wrote him an email talking about how much he hates their their product. Awful hire. Yeah. 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 But, you know, it's TCU WVU. Last three or four years, you've had like two, five, and seven, six, and six programs. Still, I just feel like West Virginia on Halloween is worth watching. I just, know, can I, mean, I tell you, can I tell you that Coastal Carolina is, is what, 22 and three over the last two years? I tell you mm. what. The problem is neither Coastal Carolina or TCU, who had some elite years, is ever going to sniff the playoff because it's not big enough and they get discriminated against. I mean, so. TCU, yeah, well, but we'll see. We'll see. It's we're really expand. watching who's going to play in a uh, New Year's Six Bowl game and have to have their team uh, not show up for the game. So, but these games mean so much. <laughs> they do to me watching them. All right, <laughs> betting on them. All right. Uh, all right. So Patty C it goes to wait. No, no. It goes to now NC Nick. Uh, I, he can't play another West Virginia game cause there are none. Uh, but anyway, you were, on but I can game. play another Sunbelt game. Fun belt, Sunbelt, but, but I can play another Sunbelt game. Damn it. Uh, Louisiana Southern miss the other Thursday night game that look, I mean, we all got two screens. We all got laptops and phones. So you're damn straight. I'll be watching Louisiana Southern Miss at the same time as Virginia Tech, NC State. And uh, does it have upset or a blowout potential? Possibly. I mean, Southern Miss, another new team to the Sun Belt, had they haven't been great the last couple of years. Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns, won the Sun Belt last year, but they're they have a new head coach replacing a bunch of people like quarterback Levi Lewis. So, uh, you know, Southern Miss is still a tough place to play. They still have a good, you know, home field environment there. So this could be an under the radar slept on Thursday night game. And there's only two games in this time slot Thursday night. So I'll be watching. I like it. I mean, I I'm very excited to see what Southern Miss can do. And, and I know Southern Miss, you know, they've had, they've struggled, but they've only had seven losing seasons, seven losing seasons, buddy. Since uh, let's go to they've only had eight losing seasons since 1980, so they they've been a, a good program. They they've struggled the past two what years. Is that, 40, yeah. 43, 42 40, years. Yeah, forty two years. So keep an eye. There's on a reason Miss. why the Sun Belt plucked them. You know yeah. because they do have a a lot. It's it's a live home field environment, and they have a long history. They've just been a, in a little bit of a rut. And, you know? and and some Southern Miss friends of mine, they'll say they were the original Boise State. Hey, hey! Shout out to uh, Joe Hackney here, who's hitting us up with some comments here. He said Thursday night Sun Belt greater than NFL Thursday night. Hell yeah, man! Totally. Oh, way better! Absolutely, way better! What up to Joe Hackney? Uh, yeah. He I also mean, said I'm shitting on TCU. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Joe. I think he's a TCU fan, man. And he's telling me that, well, you know, Max Duggan and this, this, uh, this offense. And I think uh, the, the TCU defense is going to be pretty good this year. So 
I'm not I, actually. I mean, I, I kind of like TCU. I mean, we were fans when they were, you know, doing big things, and I kind of like Duggan too. I mean, it'll be interesting to watch him in this new offense. Uh, but I root for TCU out of probably any Big Twelve team. Wow, uh, they've just been so average the last, you know, what, what about two, the Jayhawks? Three, four years. <laughs> there it is. Uh, I got nothing against the Jayhawks, but they're, you know, they're in basketball. I can't root for Kansas. So what what, that, what that, about that when bleeds over a little bit? What about when Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston join and BYU? Yeah, I mean that's gonna be crazy. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Let me. I might have to rethink my inks here next year. But for now, <laughs> I see a for flag now, I, I, I think it's safe to say for now, TCU is my favorite Big Twelve school. TCU Nick got the TCU purple yeah, shirt on. That's that. What's that's the better favorite? purple. Uh, what, what's I'm your K, favorite, dude? K State always. K State. K State. You you you, you party. You party with the fans in Austin. Those K State oh, fans. Fi- fine folks, definitely. Yes. I'm a big Texas. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, I would say actually, um, TCU might be my favorite too. Yeah, there you go. Look at this, playing to your crowd. All right, uh, all right. Well, uh, wait. So it it is now going then to myself after a couple Sun Belt games played. Let's hop on into this. Oh man, it does kind of fall off a little bit. Those kind of fall off a little bit. I'm going to Lubbock. Speaking of Big Twelve, because I think this is an interesting matchup that's probably a little slept on by you guys, if I had to guess. Mainly because Joey McGuire, the new head coach of Texas Tech, was at Baylor through Matt Rule and Dave Aranda, and uh, they tried to. I think they were trying to keep him there. Uh, so you get Joey McGuire in in Lubbock Halloween weekend. This place will be fucking rocking too. Baylor at Texas Tech. I smell an upset brewing. Game has been played seventy-eight times. A long-standing rivalry. West Texas versus what? Central East Texas. Um, yeah, I like <laughs> it. Should be competitive. Joey, uh, was it Joey McGuire? Yeah, Joey McGuire. You don't need the Bash Brothers and Mark McGuire, right? You got Joey <laughs> McGuire, right? It's not it? Jerry McGuire. <laughs> the three and three in the last six competitive games here. Who do you got? Joey McGuire went to Baylor and was like, show me the money. <laughs> uh, I, I'm telling you, Texas tech's going to pull off the upset. All right. Let me see if there's a, a been a, a trend for well, a lot of these games were at neutral sites. Where was that? Yeah. Oh, I don't a, like that shit. AT and T neutral sites, death, the bowl games. We want them on campus. We want these places. We want goalposts torn down. All right. Talk about a game that has like a neutral site tradition, apparently that I was completely unaware of. You know, talk about this game being off my radar, but I'm glad it looks like now they're at least playing them on campus. Yeah. Nick, you like this one or no? Big 12 hater over there? Let's get him out. Look, I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, this is a game I, I, you know, glance over. You know, it's it could be fun. I do like the angle with Maguire there. You make a lot of good points. And like, what, what, we're at pick 22 or something here. So it's a decent game. Uh, let's move on. Texas Tech, <laughs> Texas Tech is capable of pulling the upset against a team like Baylor. Of course, yeah. of course. Patty C, pick twenty three. Wait, I think you're next. No, I just picked took Baylor and Texas Tech. Oh, you Tech. did that. Okay, gosh, I thought that was yeah. Nick for some reason. No, Nick doesn't play Big Twelve games. That's true. Right? No, uh, never. Well, I'm staying in ACC country. I'm ACC Pat this week. Okay. And I'm going to talk about a game that I said should have been a rivalry or at least a protected annual game. That is Georgia tech traveling to Tallahassee to play Florida state. Uh, Look, two shitty teams, 
but two big <laughs> brands with good history. You know, uh, I'll watch it because I like big brands. I'm TMZ Pat. You gonna try to polish this turd? I'm gonna try to polish. Florida this. State actually only leads this series fourteen to eleven, and and uh, that's surprising. And and believe it or not, Georgia Tech has won I think a decent amount of these recently. Yes, they've won. They've won two in a row. They've won three of the last five, four of the last six. Wow, Georgia Tech. See, that's what I'm talking about. This is more of a rivalry than most people realize. I mean, than even I realize. Yeah, this this is after this year. I see why Florida State wanted to duck them. Yeah, they, they probably were like, "Please, ACC commissioner, don't, don't give us the yellow jackets." You would think, though, having a game in Atlanta every year would help them with recruiting the state of Georgia a little bit, maybe. True. True. Nick, what do you make of your ACC? Nick, what do you make of Georgia Tech, Florida State? I don't want any parts of this game. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pass over. You know, it's got to be bad if, if I'm not interested. Uh, if you go back a few years ago, Colby, remember we were in Austin, Texas, at the same time that we were at that Texas Kansas State game, and that was a big Georgia Tech upset over Florida State. That was the block. So that kick. was that was the block yes. kick return yes. for so a that, touchdown. Yeah. Right, that was a that was a great game, but that was it had to be like eight, nine, ten years ago. You know, right now it just the game doesn't matter. Well, you know, I'm both curious. teams are struggling to make a bowl. I'm curious what game you're going to pick. That uh, no, I, I enjoy it for misery's sake because if Georgia Tech keeps winning these ones and the Florida State fans, <laughs> it's it's pretty entertaining. Well, I just feel like Tallahassee and Atlanta aren't that far from each other. There's kind of a similar culture there, Southern, almost like an SEC vibe that should be part of this game. Let's develop this rivalry some. Well, ACC said no to that. They flushed the toilet on your thoughts. <laughs> but I do, I don't have a problem with it played right here. All right. I don't have a problem with it played right here. NC Nick. I do think I have a better game. And because I think uh, these two schools, I mean, Colorado State, I think, is one of the most intriguing okay. teams to watch this year that's, that's not in the Power Five. I want to see what Norvell does with the Rams. Colorado State has always been a fun program to follow, to watch, to root for. And they're playing at Boise, another program that we just, you know, respect the hell out of. So, yeah, I want to see this game here. I think Colorado State's going to be better than expected. Obviously, it's a very tough road trip. Boise's always good. Fun Mountain West uh, shootout here. Is there any way to get Boise State in the Sun Belt? Because I feel like they fit in. Well, you know what's funny is that the Sun Belt is really the East Coast equivalent of the Mountain West now. That's true. That is true. I They've come up to if they're not at that quite that level quite yet. I, yeah, you can probably generous. still argue the Mountain West. Yeah, the Mountain West might be still a little bit better, but some belts only come up. Yeah. And I think they're they're probably you know watching the Mountain West and say, hey, we want to get to that level. And the some belts already surpassed Conference USA, and they're probably going to surpass the American once once they lose some of those teams. Uh, so yeah, uh, but anyway, going back to this game, I think it's a good game. Yeah, I mean, look, Colorado State, Patty C. We did the preview. Go listen to our Colorado State preview, Patty C. Not buying anything's going to take some time with the air raid, but you got to remember, Boise State's also air raid now. So, Smurf Turf air raid battle. Sign me up. This should be a weekday game, though. The the ball flies a little far in that low or that high altitude, so you know they're going to be throwing it all over the field, all over the field, over the mountains, Uncle Uncle Rico style. <laughs> All right, now it goes to myself, but before I go uh, with my next pick, I got to get us paid for the final time. The college football experience is brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? 
That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why here at SGPN Studios, we use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communication, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's really that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices as well. All right, without sacrificing speed. All right, uh, your your computers, your tablets, your phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media, whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. And right now, IP Vanish is offering an incredible seventy percent off their yearly plan for our listeners with a thirty day money back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free people. All right. Uh, so go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use the promo code SGP to claim 70% off your savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right. And it is my pick here before we, you know, just uh, pick 25 here. All right. We are going to no, I'm not doing it. Um, okay. <laughs> We're going to Iowa city. Hey, you laugh, you laugh maybe at this matchup, but these teams <laughs> have had some great look. They've both, these are the last two big 10 West champions. People yeah. think Wisconsin and it's not, it's, it's Northwestern at Iowa and see Nick. I know you want to fall asleep, but this is a great matchup. Give me a 13, 10 final. Iowa gets it done <laughs> in Iowa city. And it's a beautiful football game. Patty, see your thoughts. I think we've been conditioned to laugh whenever we hear Northwestern as a as an interesting game to watch for good reason. They sucked ass for th- three decades, but oh, they have Gary be- Barnett had him going in the nineties. Yeah, I yeah. guess two oh, decades yeah. maybe. The better part of three decades. Either way, uh, they are competitive now, and Iowa. Nice home field advantage is Northwestern, and their defensive approach—the type of team that can keep the game close enough to win in Iowa city. That's my question. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a fun game because two, two uh, defensive coaches going at it. Um, Iowa does lead this series 52 to 28 all time, but guess what? Northwestern's run four of the last six. Oh, they have the remedy to stopping that. And even last year, Iowa won, but it was 17 to 12 buckle up. All right. Buckle (laughs) up for this one. Love these matches. Check out these scores. Ready? 17, 12, (laughs) 21, 20, 20 to nothing, 14, 10, 17, 10. Those are the last five matchups. This is beautiful. Football's back, baby. No one scored more than three touchdowns. Football is back. I love it. Half a decade. Yes. Yes. This game, this game is the opposite of Lake Louisville. Yes. And I would rather watch Uh, this one, but I mean, the game certainly uh, belongs to be played here. And and Joe is cracking me up here on on the chat. He's saying I was going to smash Northwestern. He also had some colorful comments about that Georgia tech, Florida state game. Uh, <laughs> this game. I mean, it does scream boring. It's going to be a high noon kick. I would imagine Eastern time, but no, you, you have to play it here uh, because of the success of the two programs and it should be close. So yeah, Colby, pick. we have argued online that big 10 or that USFL football and its low scores is interesting. What can we do to convince Nick that this game will be interesting. And that low scoring football in general 
I was, mean, he's a hater, man. He hates, uh, you know, big, he hates the Big Twelve and the Big Ten West because the Big Ten West, I feel like, <laughs> is basically the Big Twelve, big 12 um, <laughs> except they don't have high-powered offenses for the most part. Um, well, he's kind of got a point. The old three yards in a cloud of dust, and then punt, and then no, that's beautiful. Uh, beautiful football, not, especially from two defensive head coaches. Who doesn't like Pat Fitzgerald or Kirk Ferentz? Oh, you gotta like them both. It doesn't make their games yeah. necessarily, or the style of play very interesting. I love them. I like the style of play because you appreciate the 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 struggle for yardage Dude, and a, points. A turnover and, in one of these games is like the game's over. Right. Someone throws it uh, like uh, in your own red zone or in, at your own in, inside your own twenty. If you throw an interception or fumble, it's like, dude, you just lost the game. You okay. just it could be well, in the first uh, quarter. It could be in the first quarter, and like the running back fumbles. And uh, Iowa, reco- Iowa recovers inside the ten. And it's like this game. It's a wrap. <laughs> well, <laughs> Joe says yeah, uh, that uh, Spencer Petrus is going to throw for a career high 112 yards against Northwestern <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this: you just have to recalibrate your thinking, Nick, to get as excited about a first down as you do a touchdown when you're yeah. walking Wake Forest versus Louisville. If you could do that, well, so, so. But here's the thing, also. So say like Friday night, I'm up a little bit late, you know, doing whatever, and then you know, I, I'm waking up early with the kids. I turn on that noon game right about the time I have a big lunch. I mean, it's it's tough to. You know, I haven't started drinking yet, so it's it's tough to. You gotta get my attention, or or else I'm gonna fall asleep on the couch. So it's your alcohol. You know, it, it's that's the problem. It, <laughs> Probably. And <laughs> <laughs> then uh, shout out to Joe said I'd rather watch the SWAC than Georgia Tech, Florida State. I would too because you know the top player in the nation chose the SWAC over Florida State. Yeah, well, uh, fair so, enough. At this point, that is absolutely yes. true. Shout out to Travis Hunter and Jackson State doing some things. Um, all right, so the hops on over, uh, Patty C. I mean, what? Look, this game was a heater last year. Colby lies and he says that, oh, it seemed to me Nebraska was clearly in control of this game. I call horse shit no, on they that. They weren't in control. <laughs> they were just a flat out better team. Well, the stats don't Col- uh, tell that story. And Colby, Colby picked Nebraska. Colby picked Nebraska. No, no, so no, he no. had to kind of explain will, why he was wrong. Yeah. I will fight this one. Talk about not I willing will fight to own this up one. to Patty your... didn't show up to the third quarter, by the way. All right. I was watching this game every snap, right? And, <laughs> I, was, and, I was as well. And Nebraska was shooting themselves in the foot more than was Illinois playing good football. Uh, so you can set, you know, stick that where the sun don't shine, buddy. Because uh, I was in the second quarter when I showed up for this but, one. Okay. But isn't that frost under Nebraska? Isn't that what they just true? But it's not like Illinois was was beating them. Like it was like no. Okay, yeah. I agree. But still, I mean, I got the I got the game right. You got it wrong. <laughs> I'm the best. You're the worst. <laughs> All of that to say, look, we got a close. I mean, we got a Big Ten West showdown here. Bowl. Potential uh, affecting. I mean, coaches could be fired after this game if uh, if Brett Bielema beats Scott Frost again. That could be bye bye. True. And Brett Bielema is trying to go bowling this year. This could help them. Right. I just like these two brands. You know, I don't really like Illinois brand. Actually, I do like Illinois brand. I feel like they have awesome uniforms. They should be cooler. They just suck and have sucked. But that's about to change when they beat Nebraska. I'm calling it now. That's that's reckless. (laughs) <laughs> that's a that's a reckless take there, uh, Nick. What do you what do you think of this matchup? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it see, it's Big Ten West. Like, he's a see, like, that's what the closet. He's a closet <laughs> Big Ten West hater. 
That's true. But I mean, the, the only reason why I watched it was because it was week zero last year and there was no other games on. Uh, it, it, Nebraska's interesting this year because look, they, yeah, they sucked last year. They've sucked under frost, but they were so close. They had so many one score losses last year. And usually you can watch a team that one year that goes through, you know, not being able to win close games and they have more experience the next year and they start winning some of those games. And sure enough, instead of being, you know, a four and eight team, they're an eight and four team. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying they'll be interesting to watch to see if it happens. And if that's the case, and this game's obviously huge because they need to take care of business at home against the fighting Illini. I'm trying to pull up this, this tweet that I read the other day about Nebraska. That was just, Oh yeah. Uh, how about this? This is the craziest. Uh, Aaron Torres is tweeting this craziest stat he's ever seen. Nebraska outrushed, outpassed, outscored its opposition on the season, but yet went three and nine. <laughs> it's almost it's That's, almost incredible. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> it's almost like you have to try to do that. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So that tells you though they're not far off from having a pretty good team. Yeah. Can they can they can they get their special teams planned and can they get you know the the limit their turnovers more? I mean. Look, if that's all coaching. That's all improve, coaching, right? Yeah, yeah, you would think. I mean, Frost has got to get that figured out. If they both improve, though, this game could have a little more meaning than we're seeing right now. There we go. All right, NC Nick, second to last pick in the draft. The one team in the Big Ten West I kind of like. I, I don't know why, but it's it's, it's the Golden Gophers, and and especially when you have a Big Ten East school playing at Minnesota, <laughs> Rutgers, Minnesota. Why not? Oh, yeah, the golden we all these big 10 East <laughs> games, three in a row. Well, I think that West, well, this is a divisional game. Rutgers plays like they're in the big 10 West. They do kind <laughs> of, but I kind of root for them for some reason. I'm not sure why. Uh, okay. This is an interesting game here. Kind of Rutgers <laughs> at Minnesota. What do you guys think? There's an East coast bias. If I've ever heard it, if you're completely bored by Iowa, Northwestern, what uh, any uh, Wisconsin football yeah. and you're excited to see Arthur to Sitowski or who, who no, yeah. Noah Vedrill. That's who it is. Yeah. It used to be Sitowski. Yeah. If so you wanna- so I, I have a soft spot in my heart for, for Rutgers from the, the old big East days when they played Thursday night games all the time there. And, and it was a really fun games against West Virginia and South Florida back when South Florida was good. You know, and they just had a, a bunch of fun games back then. I kind of started following the program because they played a bunch of Thursday night games. When Thursday night games were kind of taboo back then. Yeah, yeah. You know, Th- uh, uh, Vir- so Minnesota leads this series two nothing all the time. Uh, the last matchup was forty two to seven in two thousand nineteen, but the first matchup Minnesota won thirty four thirty two. So maybe there we get go. a good one. The Golden Guido. I mean, what else like- is here? Like, are you going to go Mizzou, South Carolina? You gonna yes. go Notre Dame, Syracuse? <laughs> not, not that filthy one on the carpet. Uh, but uh, all right, all right. Well, it goes back to me, and uh, let's have some fun. Taking you to Boulder, taking you to Boulder, Arizona State hits the Play road. Play that hippie clip. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Where are we at here? Where are we at here? Hippie Olympics. Doesn't matter who wins because they're all losers. Uh, Herm Edwards, coaching for his job. Carl Durrell, coaching for his job. Someone's got these, in my opinion, more than any teams in the nation. These are the teams, the two teams that were hit worse by the transfer portal, which means someone's got to win this game. It's the transfer bowl. 
Give me Arizona State at Colorado in Boulder. Uh, what do you think of this game, Patty C? I'm gonna say one of these teams is a, a hipster squad, total losers. That's Colorado, Arizona State. <laughs> that's Pam and Tommy country right there. Look, those are two different cultures colliding up in the mountains. It's gonna be a tough trip for Arizona State. I think Colorado could really steal one here, make this competitive. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, uh, I can see Patty being a big Arizona State fan. Oh, I think all day. I, I think, all I think day. the, the shoe most TMZ <laughs> team in the country. Every you go there, every girl's got big tits and yeah, big uh, yeah, silicone tits. Yeah, it's just c- complete stuff. Uh, right sounds, like compl- sounds like you're you're a complaining, Colby. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm married, but I was talking about from Patty C's <laughs> point of view, right? <laughs> Little does he know, wifey's listening to every single part, or yes, maybe he does yes, know that. Yes, yes, He's the most well-behaved man on this podcast. Dude, I watched that. I watched that. What was that documentary uh, in Columbia, Nick? Uh, Columbia, what? Maryland, Missouri? Oh, Please, no, no, my wife was from Columbia. Narcos. Oh, Narcos. Oh, no, all right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Colby's gonna get a I'm Columbian. Not trying to be half asleep and get waterboarded. A little necktie. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, look, we go now to since you guys don't really want to talk about that elite matchup. Let's uh, let's hop over to, to Patty C. Last pick. Of the, your last pick of the draft. Second to last pick overall. Jeez, mm, you don't really leave me a lot here. I'm gonna say JMU's bye week is where we're going. No, no I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, I. You know what? Give me some Northeastern football. Give me Boston College at UConn. <laughs> Give me oh, God. a resurgent <laughs> UConn Huskies under one. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, Jim Moore Jr. Jim Moore Jr. Yeah. He's been dominating the transfer portal. They're gonna be more talented than you think. So in Boston College. <laughs> He's going Boston College. What do you UConn. want? From, what, you, what, what else is there? <laughs> See, for some reason, Patty C has a strange love for Northeastern football. I just feel like SEC is overrepresented. I'm a man of the people. I'm a man of balance, right? <laughs> I want to see <laughs> a little love given to these other. I, mean, I actually think I, I forget. I was pulling up this stat. UConn actually was was actually beating some of these SEC teams in the with Edsel's first stop there. I think they beat South Carolina in a bowl game, and I think they beat somebody else. So hey, may, maybe UConn's on the come up. You know, uh, Jim Mora Jr. Nick, what do you make of this game? Quarter battle, baby. <laughs> Oh, this game's all fun. Who's gonna be watching this? I mean, look, I'm an East Coast guy, and you guys say I have East Coast bias. It's not the Northeast, all right? I'm talking about. I'm like, if you're north of Pennsylvania, I don't care. Mid Atlantic uh, bias. He's more more of a homer than that. Yes, Southeastern. Wait, wait, wait no, you just said you want, you love Rutgers. That's that's uh, that's Jersey. That's Northeast uh, football. Uh, kinda. <laughs> good good point. <laughs> but UConn, Boston College, UConn. Was that the game we're talking about? Yes. Yes. Boston yeah, College. come on, man. That's it's dude, what? That's pretty boring. It's it's Halloween. It's gonna be cold up there in where? Uh, New I Haven. got a better game. I got and a better game for you. Hold on. You, you know, know BC group. leads this series twelve to nothing. Well, this wow. is the first time <laughs> UConn's gonna win it, and it's gonna be a land landmark. No, moment. they're not. They are not gonna win this. Program <laughs> shifting moment in the recruiting scene of the Northeast here. <laughs> uh, I like it. Last time they played. They're going to start getting all those uh, recruits from Connecticut. That's right. Rhode <laughs> Island hotbed that it is BC one 39 to 16. Last time they played, I'm sorry from this website's telling me they've only played six times. The other one told me 12. I don't know what's going on here. Um, either way, 
uh, Boston College has never lost to him. Uh, I think so may be the way to go. I think Sports Reference only gives us uh, when they've been, both been well, in yeah, Division Winsipedia tells me 12. 12 and 0 all time. Yeah, I do Winsipedia. They do also. have two ties. They do have two ties. So 12, 0, and 2. Uh, what a terrible. Football should never be a tie. Um, How right. many coeds are at that uh, game in Yukon on a Saturday uh, on Hall- on Halloween weekend? <laughs> J- Joe Hackney wants to know. Jim Morris Senior is going to paint his face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, NC. What are you doing here? Last All pick right. of the draft. Yeah, let me take you back to the Sun Belt, man. We're talking about the seven five seven ODU, the uh, another new member of the conference at Georgia State in Hotlanta. Georgia State is going to be good this year. Watch out. But ODU is going to be very good too. They have a hell of a schedule. I tweeted out ODU's out of conference schedule. Can we pull that up real quick? This let's just talk about this because they're they're saying that, damn it, the monarchs are on the map. They play Virginia Tech, East Carolina, UVA, and Liberty. Oh. Old Dominion says, What's up? We're in Virginia. We're in the seven five seven. Won this the national championship. Ground. Won the national championship with, with UConn ago. in two thousand twenty. That's um, right. I mean, they bring back a ton. They bring back like a thousand yard rusher, a thousand yard receiver. They're they're quarterback. Watch out for ODU, man. ODU at Georgia State. Penn. Rattle, See your rattle that off. ODU plays who? They play Virginia Tech, ECU, ECU UVA, <laughs> and Liberty. And JMU, right? And they get JMU in conference. And JMU yeah. in conference, yes. They that they are battling for that little <laughs> yeah. section of that two hundred mile radius of the it. map. I love it. Are we all Virginia guys or what? Yeah, seriously. They they can like like they can take a bus to half their games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, after sitting out the, the the COVID year, they probably they probably don't have much fun. So maybe that's what oh, yeah. they had to do. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, times are tight. <laughs> it's like major league when they get in the airplane. You know what I mean? Uh, the seven right. five seven is pretty hood too. I can imagine <laughs> they got some beat up shit going on there. Uh, all right. Well, this is where we get to the Lou Holtz. What the fuck game of the week going on here? And uh, I'm very curious to see what we can come up with here. Well, well I don't get cold, but they're counting down seven, six, five. <laughs> I mean, this is actually a challenge a little bit. I feel like this is a challenge. I mean, you go through for the, so I have the first pick here for the Lou Holtz. What the fuck game of the week? And this is the least game the, the last game you want to watch. I'm going to take you to Amherst, Amherst, Massachusetts, where New Mexico state is playing at UMass little, little, I mean, they're both independents. This is so just so bad. bad. <laughs> um, Jerry kill against Don Brown's kind of intriguing. Come on, this is, this is Northeastern football. Patty. See? <laughs> Oh man, I could have done Robert Morris, but, but I left that for NC Nick. Football. New Mexico State at UMass, flush the toilet on this one. What a shitty game! Um, I am glad both have remained FBS and they've kept their football programs. I like both hires with Don Brown and Jerry Kill, but this is a terrible football game to watch this year. You said they're both independents. Yeah. Well, you would because you're an anti-American <laughs> son of a gun. Hate independent football. You know, Colby says everyone's got to be joining a conference, right? He doesn't realize that independence is the the factor that keeps college football great. And here's why. Because when a team 
wants to make a move, right? If they're pigeonholed into a conference and they don't have any invites, they can blaze their own path to glory, just like Notre Dame did and has maintained their excellence. Uh, Well, BYU went undefeated and they still didn't put them in the invitational. Well, they only give that pass to Notre Dame. They also didn't play a power five team that entire because of COVID. <laughs> okay, a little caveat there, but yes, I agree. They should have been given an opportunity. All that to say, independent football is a great thing, and New Mexico State versus UMass is going to be a great. No, and it's going to be <laughs> probably the worst game of the year here. I think it's appropriately well, played. Well, you're next, buddy, uh, on the on the clock for for the Lou Holtz. Well, well I don't get. They rain man cold, but they're counting down seven, six, five. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, there's some there's some trash out there. <laughs> We're gonna go with I mean, two directional schools that have nothing in common and both are yawn fests. I'm sorry to the fan bases out there. North Texas at Western Kentucky. Oh man. Whoa, really? Two bowl this teams. Is a, two bowl teams. Seriously. Damn. North Texas went bowling last yeah. year? Really? Two fun passing attacks. I mean, uh, I thought uh, North Texas they go five and seven. I know they beat UTSA. I thought they took a step back. Let me see. Yeah, I think Patty might be right. I don't know if they made a bowl last year. They were close, so they were. North Texas has taken a step. No, they didn't make a bowl game. Yeah, they lost in the in the Frisco Bowl, the the greatest city in America, to (laughs) Miami, Ohio. That's true. There are some great games in Frisco. For some reason, this is a Conference USA classic. It is. I'm sorry if I'm awful, not excited. Awful pick, Patty. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm not excited for North Texas at West. I gotta Kentucky. be honest. I think Charlotte at Rice is worse than North Texas at yes. Western Kentucky. Yes. Yes. Pick, pick, pick one from the pile. <laughs> There's some shit. I, I, I would have picked Boston College UConn, but you drafted it. You drafted in one of the best games. NC Nick, uh, your Lou Holtz, what the well, fuck game of the week? Well, I don't get. They rain man cold, but they're counting down seven six five. I'll take it to the game you mentioned because it is FCS versus FBS. It's Robert Morris at App State. Now you can't blame App State though because they had the out of conference game against Marshall turn into a conference game because Marshall joined the Sun Belt, so they had to fill that up. They had to go FCS to get somebody on the schedule. Uh, but obviously, it's an awful game, and nobody cares about Robert Morris football <laughs> except for the uh, good people of Moon Township, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's right outside game. Pittsburgh. Terrible game. Uh, no interest in watching it besides watching App State's uh, program continue to shine. All right, folks, subscribe to the College Football Experience as we break down all 131 college football teams with a solo podcast for each and every team in the land. Subscribe on YouTube to our YouTube channel. Uh, but also, we are going week by week. So next week, we'll be back with week 10 of the college football season. Subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, if you're real swift, you'll you'll uh, give us a five star review on iTunes because we need it. Come on, man! These these stars these uh, we don't get enough stars, enough accolades. All right, it was. Hey, Joe was, Hackney, you want to leave us a uh, yeah. review, buddy? <laughs> Come on, Hackney. All right, let's do this damn thing. All right, give us a five star review, and if you do, take a screenshot with your little phone. Find us on Twitter. Send us that screenshot. We will send you a college football experience T-shirt. The sweet ass logo. If you're watching on YouTube, right there. All right. You see those five stars on the bottom of the yeah, logo? We need, we need that right there. You give that five star oh. recru- uh, review, you get those five stars on your shirt. There you go. Uh, so, Dolby will get you a sick t shirt. He will. I will. It's that simple. All right. It's really that simple. And for the last time, 
Hippie Olympics. Doesn't matter who wins because they're all losers. That's the theme of this, need, this show. We need a tie dye shirt. We need yeah, a- I got to get a college football experience tie dye shirt to start giving that away. All right, folks, subscribe. Uh, the, the college football experience is on on uh, Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. We are the college football experience. Check out the sports gambling podcast as they continue to go through NFL props, fantasy football drafts, all that stuff. We also host the college <laughs> basketball experience. Got some big news today with Omani Bates, the number one recruit in the nation after, after one year at Memphis goes to Eastern Michigan, goes to the Mac. What up to the Mac? We will have you covered on the college basketball experience. Subscribe. Also, we, uh, we, we, we do the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick. And then don't forget the freedom cup USFL championship. We also host the USFL gambling podcast. Check that out this Sunday, the freedom cup. We got Woo. the Philadelphia stars and, uh, and the Birmingham stallions. Shout out to our boy, Scooby, Wright. He's came on the show before check out that episode and check out uh, that podcast and all of our other podcasts. You know, we have a great team of, of, of people doing great work, whether it's the CFL gambling podcast, whether it's the golf gambling podcast, uh, you go on and on and on MMA gambling podcast, soccer gambling, but you got it. Yeah. We just got you covered. All right. Check them all out. You'll dig them. And uh, yeah, let's ride on out of here. All right. All right, folks, this is the college football experience week nine preview. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Do you come from a land down under?